0: Back out to the Smart Rain special guest line we go. He covers the Utes for KSLSports.com. He's our friend Trevor
1: Allen. What's up, Trevor? Jake Ben, it's always good to catch up with you guys. How are you?
2: All right, Trevor. The uh, Utes are taking on the previously winless Arizona football team, but they got a win last week over Cal. Any chance Utah overlooks this team as they get ready for uh, Oregon coming up in a few weeks?
1: That was something that was asked during practice this week, and the answer is simply no. Uh, Talk to Cam Rising. Um, talk to you know some of the other leaders and you know the the answer is no and that you know mainly because their their whole focus and you know Kyle Whittingham says this and I know it's kind of cheesy and but they they just take it one week at a time and that's the way that it is but they also know that 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 this Arizona team has a lot of of confidence coming in even though they, they did beat a Cal team that only had I think 45 players missed 11 starters due to COVID and now having their game moved to uh, their, their game this week against the Trojans moved to um, day after the Pac-12 championship game. But I, I think that it's, it's one of those games where it's kind of that, that trap game, but really it isn't because many, many could have said that, you know, one, once this schedule came out, that, that, that this game against the Wildcats could have been that, that trap game because Stanford, we all thought, was going to be a lot better than they really are. And then, and then having that Oregon game looming ahead. But I think that would be the only reason why they would overlook the Wildcats is the fact that they have Oregon coming in next week, which could be a big-time game if, if the if the cards are played right.
0: Do we have an update on Arizona's quarterback situation? Trevor, is Plummer going to be able to go, or are they going with the walk-on?
1: It sounds like Plummer is going to go. Uh, Jed, Jed Fish talked to the media last night, I believe, and uh, said that that he does a, uh, think he will get the start. He was pretty banged up, but um, kind of fought through it and, and gutted it out and was able to help them get the win. But uh, yeah, it sounds like Palmer's going to get the start.
2: So Trevor, what are the Utes playing for this weekend? I mean, essentially they can all but wrap up the Pac-12 South title with a win this weekend. Do you think that's the focus?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely the focus. I mean, if, if you're able to lock it up beforehand and you know maybe go into that Colorado game, um, obviously, Oregon, you want to you want to kind of make that 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 statement um, because that that's likely going to be who you're going to be facing in Las Vegas a couple of weeks later. But then going into that Colorado game, that that might be a game if you already have the uh, you know South locked up. That might be a game where you you will rest, especially when there's only a a, a six day turnaround. Or no, that would actually be a week because they're 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 playing the the day after Thanksgiving. But still, I mean, in, in this day and age of college football. Guys are getting banged up a lot, and, 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 and Utah is seeing that, but they're also starting to show their, their hand as far as depth. So, yeah, I, I think that they want to try and lock it up as quickly as possible, but there are going to be some other results that are going to have to happen as well as them picking up a win on Saturday on the road.
0: The way the Utes are playing right now, Trevor, which is the the best they've played all year, certainly, uh, they've got, in all likelihood, two games coming up against Oregon. Uh, what would you bet right now they'd go in those two games, 0-2, 2-0, and or 1-1?
1: I honestly think one and one. Um, it's it's going to be one of those where it's it's going to be really really close. I mean, we we ended up saying that back back in 2019, it was going to be a really really close game. Utah's O line w- was really good, but then, you know it was just going to be who was going to be better, Oregon's D line or Utah's O line. Turned out to be Oregon's D line by a mile, but I I think that was also because that that O line wasn't challenged as much in, during during the regular season as they were now. But I mean, on Thibodeau is a couple of years older now, and he's an absolute beast, probably going to be the number one pick or top five pick in, in the NFL draft coming up. But I, I think that it's just going to be one of those games where, you know, Utah's at home, but then seeing how, how, how they're able to respond. I honestly would not be surprised if they went 2-0, and 1-1, or 0-2. It's just going to be one of those gutted out matchups. I just think that Oregon has a lot of talent in certain areas, but they're not as well, well-rounded as we all think they are.
0: I'm with you. In fact, I I think two and zero or one and one is more likely than zero and two, just because Oregon's got a freshman quarterback and the wheels have wobbled. I know they've got that high ranking, but I don't know. I don't see Oregon beating the Utes twice. I really don't.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's going to be you know kind kind of uh, it. You know, I'm I'm, re- I'm really you know wanting to see how that plays out because if you look at who, who they have, Kayvon Thibodeau up uh, uh, on that D line, absolutely can can wreck havoc wherever and then you also have Noah Noah Sewell the uh Orem High star playing at at backer and then you have uh Justin Flo whenever he's healthy and you know they 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 have some pretty good safeties as well but on on offense they they they've had a banged up ball line Travis Dye has really kind of emerged as as that running back but Anthony Brown isn't that that flashy passer he I, I mean I would even put him, you know, below Jane Daniels and and Dorian Thompson Robinson as far as mobile quarterbacks who can who can go both ways, and um, I, I just think that that Utah's offense is on a whole different planet right now, uh, as far as of what we've we've seen for, from from Utah in the past decade plus. But I also think that you know the the defense is starting to kind of click a little bit too. I mean, having Devin Lloyd back there definitely helps, but. But but these guys are starting to gain confidence, especially after the game against Stanford.
0: Trevor, thank you very much, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, nice trip. Thanks, guys. Trevor Allen covers uh, the University of Utah for uh KSLsports.com. Does a great job.
2: Every Friday at 11, we talk to both Mitch Harper and Trevor Allen, our uh, BYU and Utah beat writers, to get the latest on the upcoming game, usually on Saturday. All
0: right, Ben, I think you and I both think that uh, uh, the Utah is going to win and win handily, what is as likely as a
2: Utah loss? as <laughs> likely as a Utah you, loss?
0: You suit up for the Jazz on Friday against the Heat?
2: Yeah, I guess Jared Butler getting the start because Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles have been, <laughs> have been suspended for but tomorrow's that game. that might be likely. Do <laughs> you, you think there's a chance that that ends up happening? I still don't think mm-hmm. Quinn Snyder starts a... How about Yudoka Azebuki starting a game this year? <laughs> okay. All right, see, see now that.
0: now we're we're getting to not something Not for the Salt Lake City Stars. I just think I just don't think there's any way that Utah loses this game. To talk about if they they did overlook Arizona, they're still going to win. Arizona is
2: so bad. Like worst in the country bad. I, I oh, I mean historically bad, not worst this year. Like, maybe the worst Power 5 program ever. They got fortunate Cal could only travel six players,
0: because that's the only way they were going to get a win. And they might not win another
2: game next season. That's how bad they are. They went two years without a win, and it might go next season. And the only reason they won was because of a pandemic. That might be the only reason they win a game. Hey, I do want to ask you this. Okay. Okay. how does this game for USC this this weekend, speaking of the pandemic, getting suspended, and them having to play an additional game after BYU now, that not being their final game of the season, does that change the dynamic of that game against the Cougars? Because I had said, I think they're going to have five wins because I thought they were going to beat yeah. Cal, and they were going to throw the game so they wouldn't have to go to a bowl game right. and practice through Christmas or play on Christmas. I thought that was really going to be a potential impact. Now... What does it do for BYU in this, I guess, two weeks from now? Yeah, three weeks from now, because they're going to have a bye week and, and come back before they end up playing that final game. How does that end up changing the feel of that game?
0: I don't think it does. Okay. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, and I, I love the aspect of they don't want to play another game, so they're going to lose on purpose. That, that makes me laugh. But I, I don't think they were going to try either way. You don't think regardless they were going to try? I don't think they were going to try either way. I think BYU will try. So and, that's going to be the
2: difference. And this game was supposed to be at USC, correct? I could pull up my the cow game, I believe so. It was yeah. supposed to be at USC. Mm-hmm. So now Senior Night will come the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just the goofiest time to play a game, right? It's ap- or it's no, it's it's later than that. It's after the Pac twelve championship. The day game. after, yeah, so, which uh, which is for some reason they play the Pac twelve
0: championship game on a Friday, which makes yes, no sense, no whatsoever. sense at all.
2: So yeah, that's going to be even stranger then that we're going to have the Pac twelve championship game. A not be the final game of the Pac-12 season, but then that's going to be USC's final game. I'm curious. I, I'm i always wary of wrinkles. When you throw a wrinkle into anything, it can change the outcome so dramatically. It's the chaos theory aspect of it all that maybe now USC having to play another game changes this BYU performance enough that it makes it a little dicier for people. So here,
0: here's what I think could, could would have more of an impact. Does Jack, Jackson Dart coming home Sure. Or not coming home, I guess. But but playing, but playing against a, a against yes. a, a school in his backyard, I mean, he's going to be motivated to play 100. percent But not you know one player does not a team make. So I don't know that that could be a factor because Jackson Dart. I mean, when we looked at this game at the beginning of the year, we all thought Keaton Slovis was going to be the one playing quarterback. But I don't think that's going to be the case as long as Jackson Dart's healthy. So maybe that's a thing where he's motivated to go up against BYU. But I don't know. I don't think I, I. just. What happened to USC this year is just a, such a like stupid story that they fired him so early in the in the year and basically just punted. Correct. I mean, I feel bad Pathetic. for the the juniors and seniors and, and those players that actually you know went to USC and wanted to play winning
2: football and the they uh, they almost didn't beat Arizona, right? That was a one score.
0: Arizona <laughs> were they winning in like the first half? I mean it's just Yeah, so, it's there's so, no
2: there's no way BYU loses that
0: game. I mean, I don't know if you've ever worked for a company, Ben. I'm sure you have at some point that just completely gave up on trying to be a successful company. Me? But yeah, I, Once I, or twice. I, yeah, right. But it's really it's really a difficult thing when the folks that are supposed to be supporting. When you, you know comp- the
2: people above you don't care,
0: yeah. it's really hard for you to care. And it's just given up. You know? And you do want to be a professional and you want to try and all this stuff, but it's it's just It's just different. And when it comes to 18, 19, 20-year-olds who don't have their head on straight to begin with for the most part, I mean, I I think USC has been a lesson on effort this year.
2: Like, teams that try and teams that don't. Correct. Correct. If you try hard, if you truly try hard, you should win six games in college football. If you're as talented as anything like USC is, as anybody in the country, and you don't try, you can easily fall short of a bowl game. Because the stuff that matters in football is really hard. I mean,
0: we get focused on the catches and the throws and all this stuff, but really where it's decided are the the guys that have to go in and do something that they don't want
2: to do. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. And do it better than another guy. So USC has a bye week now because they won't play Cal. They play UCLA at home. Then they play uh, BYU at home. And then they travel to Cal. So I'm sorry, this is a road game according to uh, my schedule here. Okay, so guys, so it still that. will right, be oh. senior night for USC <laughs> it
0: against doesn't BYU. Matter. Oh,
2: okay. Now BYU's gonna steamroll. It's,
0: it still doesn't matter. Yeah. the The only thing is, does Jackson Dart come out and throw for like four hundred yards because he's uber motivated? And I don't know if that is going to happen either. So, um, but yeah, you got to try, Ben is not it uh, our guy got there that always said he never talked trash to defensive linemen because he didn't want to motivate it? He didn't want anyone to try hard. He didn't want anybody <laughs> trying bad hard. idea. Which makes, that makes it, that made a ton of sense to me when he told me that. Like, you don't want to tick the guy off. You don't want him trying. What yeah. he's trying to do is tough. I think there were some qualifiers to who he would and who he wouldn't I think challenge. there were too. Uh, stay tuned. We will get to more coming up next. Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.